in the city of Neverwinter. A dwarf named Gundren Rockseeker asked you to bring a wagonload of provisions to a rough-and-tumble settlement in Phandalin, a couple of days' travel southeast of the city. Gundren was clearly excited and a little more than a... Uh, fuck, 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 dear. I'm not ready for this sort of stuff, mate. Ruined. Try yeah. Roll, roll for initiative. Uh, dragons. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other stuff as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how you doing? Hey, Keevan, this is the intro. Shit, I'm not allowed to ask you that. Uh, are you ready to return to form? Yes. Good. I have arrived prepared. Wonderful. And ready. Good. Then let's get into this ready, prepared thing that we're going to do for season five, episode six, The Return. After like a little bit of a break that wasn't really long enough to call a proper mid-season break, but it's kind of, we're just breaking for a bit. Let's get it. All right, so where do I make it to? Okay, so, um, yeah, so Gundren was clearly excited and a little more, and and more than a little secretive, that's where I fucked up last time, and more than a little secretive about his reasons for the trip, saying only that he and his brothers found something big, and that he'd pay you ten gold pieces each for escorting his supplies safely to Barthen's provisions. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Kind of exciting stuff, right? Yes. Is this a novel you've written? Yes, it is. This is the D&D starter set. Lost Mine of Fandelivered... Fandelivered... Flanville. Ah, I love Flanville. Flanville's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you a D&D man now? So I played Magic once, right? So now I like Wizards. That is... That's, that's fair enough, mate, but that that's not what the game's about. It's, it's kind of in the title. It's either about dungeons or it's about dragons. It doesn't oh. say wizards anywhere in the title. Oh. Obviously, you wouldn't know because uh, nobody will fan. play with me. Yeah, I mean, probably that as well. Yeah, so it turns out, big thing with D&D is you need friends. So I'm biffed. Damn. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like they should put something about that on the box. Right? Because I was expecting dungeons and slash or dragons, not, you know, a bar for entry. That's kind of crushing, bro. Yeah. Imagine if you were like, oh, finally, something to keep me occupied in my sad, lonely times. And they're like, (laughs) hey, loser, not for you. I feel like, I feel like making the wizard game being one that you have to have friends for (laughs) is completely unreasonable. Can you play magic on your own? Uh... In the same way that you can play chess on your own. Um. <laughs> I mean, you could do. <laughs> Technically. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's doable, um, but I'm not I, I'm not expecting any, like, big trophies at the end of the tournament of yeah. 16 times myself. <laughs> oh, man, I made it to the last game. Who would have thought it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, I came in clutch there, but uh, I put up a good fight. You did, mm. but sadly it wasn't for you this time. Indeed. But congratulations Thank on your Thank you so win. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I like, um, it's, it's fucking Vox Machina, mate. Dummy dirty, dummy dirty. 
because it was really good, which is unacceptable. That's the best kind of uh, influencer thing. When mm. It's just something's really good, and you're like, "Well, I guess that's me now." Yeah, because I guess that's who I am. I guess I enjoy it. Great, yeah. great. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's not. I watched the show, Amazon Prime original, The Legend of Vox Mac, and I was like, "Okay, that's kind of great." Uh, I might as well go back to Critical Role, their actual campaign one, Vox Machina, and start watching some bits. And I was like, this is also great. Okay, fine. Uh, and then I was like, okay. And like, I've bought, like, there's a character from Vox Machina uh, called uh, Percy, whose full name I'll bring up in just a second. But Percy is like my dude. So I bought his like official dice uh, nice. because that's who I am as a person. I want to support my dudes, you know? Sure. Um, so now I have four different dice sets. Never played this game before. Um, that is a very you way of going about it, though. I just, I in lieu of friends, I've had to... Uh, <laughs> dice. I've had to improvise. Yeah, yeah, uh, So his name is Percival uh, Frederick Stein von Musel Kolossos... Kolos, Kolossowski? Kol Kolossowski? That doesn't seem right. De Rolo the Third. Percival... <laughs> Frederick Steen von Musel Kolosowski? Kolosowski? I really thought you'd have that in the second round, man. I'm going to be honest. I'll be honest. I um, haven't had sleep in some time. So I had loads of sleep yesterday, actually, but my life hasn't been filled with a lot of sleep. So I want to say it's Kowalski, but spelled in a way that's surprising to my dumb brain. Um, <laughs> so let's say that's what it is. Uh, Percival Frederick Steen von Musel Kowalski to Rolo III. Sorry, I didn't catch that. What'd you say? Percy. Cool, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. So, yeah. So, do you that's want, you now. Yeah, do you want to play the dragon game with me, please? Oh, dude, I'm too stupid. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. There's rules and stuff, man. I can't. I can't. I can't. But, but here's the thing. There's a designated. This is why I play RPG games, Sword and Shield, because I don't need to worry about magic and things i'm just like hit dude there is a fighter class which apparently oh. is for people like us oh and this game stupid. has a designated adult that has to keep all the kittens on the rails oh man mm. suddenly i'm invested mm -hmm. yeah 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 it's it's getting bad dude I've, I've been like asking people at work i'm asking you i'm gonna be asking <laughs> anyone i see be like hey you know how canonically you like tabletop rpgs um yeah like i found out that laurie's played it before i think she's played like two whole sessions so i'm like okay i guess you're teaching me and she's like dude i rolled a dice one time i'm like you're ready you're the most qualified person i've spoken to well as a dude that looks like he's in a, a basement dwelling black metal band um Everyone knows that uh, black metal bands exclusively sing about D&D stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think I am the correct audience, but the wrong person. <laughs> okay, here's, okay. let me just pitch this to you. Mike, I'll do it. I'll, <laughs> I will play it the uh -huh. way we played Digimon, which is I was there having a good time, mm. providing you literally didn't let me do anything on my own. But that I mean, was. I mean, you won, so... Th this is what I'm talking about, see? When I'm not responsible... It's grand. I, I need an adult <laughs> to just keep me on the path because otherwise I'm going to just start looking at stuff and be like, help. Mm, mm. And that's not a fun way to play a game. I think 
Right, I'm going to set the scene. Does it have a walkthrough? Uh, yes, but you're not allowed to read it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay, so we get like a group of just X number of people together, right? We, yeah. do the, we do the dungeons and whatnot, right? Yeah. Then concept EP. <laughs> then really it's a business expense and then everything's cool. Okay, okay, mm, okay. Mm. So really it's research for an art project. Exactly, and I need to get some money back on some of these dice, dude, because I can come on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I have never played a tabletop RPG in my life, mm. and I know looking at me you'd be like, that's bullshit but i swear to god <laughs> honest honest god uh stranger things was my first ever experience of anything dungeons and dragons and the aforementioned black metal and it when i say that it sounds like i'm taking the piss but i'm actually not that is, <laughs> that is like a legitimate thing you've got bands named after characters in lord of the rings and fucking D D just woven throughout mm -hmm. so who knew the most terrifying and aggressive music in the world was actually just a bunch of sad nerds <laughs> with like cardboard cones on their head and um how did you know mm -hmm. i don't know man i feel like uh, i feel like running through the forest taking pictures of yourselves wielding weapons and wearing face paint definitely definitely screams fantasy man i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> well um so like my whole like the whole like layout of my office with the vocal booth and everything like where i i do my day job from this room so we're doing it like recording the podcast right now everything happens from here and the desk has been rotated 90 degrees so now when i'm in meetings people can see hanging up on the back wall behind me is two electric guitars one acoustic and a plastic sword that is that is who, who i am as a person yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like yeah so um I think going forward, we need to really consider the RTOs and RPOs for the entire infrastructure within the Azure platform. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, no, that's from Sword Art Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Mm. So, uh, I, 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 I do definitely like the idea of it, um, but I just need... Uh, just need some some guidance i think because mm. i like the idea but i st i still to this day sort of don't get it mm. i think what happens is a grown-up is like hey here's the scene and then we go i want to kill that thing and they go you're not supposed to kill that thing and then we go <laughs> but i want to and they go okay roll the dice and see how quickly you die and we go let's get it and the dice tell you how boned you are or how successful your day is mm, mm, mm. okay <clears throat> okay 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 yeah okay and i was told i was told rolling with i was told today by dave at work thank you dave uh that <laughs> nice one dave yeah, yeah yeah he's a good lad is our dave if you ever hear rolling with advantage or disadvantage so when you do the roll you roll two dice instead of one and there'll be d20s uh, so the dice were 20 sides for those uninitiated. Uh, you roll two dice, and if you roll with advantage, whichever is the higher number, you get to pick. If you roll with disadvantage, whichever is the lower number, you get to pick. And what you really want is a nat 20, my dude. Nat, nat 20 is 20. the one. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a natural 20. It just occurred by magic. Oh, okay. So, 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 so. Yeah. And if you get a nat 1, then you're a bell end. 
So that's a big oh, part man. of D and D lore. Because uh, oh, hey, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. Okay, 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 mm-hmm. okay. I, honest, honestly, I, I had no idea what's going on. I feel like this is the kind of thing that you learn by doing, <laughs> um, and we just need to get to it. So from from, from like it sounds like I'm taking the piss. I genuinely mm. don't kind of get tabletop games. Mm. I think what it is, right, is you have a dude, mm-hmm. the dungeon master. That's the guy. That's the guy. Um, That's your designated adult. Oh, thank God! Do they bring the snacks? I think to lure them to your place, you have to bring the snacks. I'm out. Sorry, mm. fuck that. Unless you could, you could be the DM. I thought you'd say you'd be the snack. Then. <laughs> I mean, you are quite the snack. <laughs> um, so you have a DM, mm. um, and then you're like, I am a human warrior, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I am leaving the inn and I get to the end of the road and then I see a dragon and then I roll the dice and then whatever number I get, the DM's like, oh man, the dragon just ate your head. Yeah, so kind of, but it's it's sort of more the other way around. So you like, okay, hi, I'm, I'm Big Warrior, man. I'm hanging out in bar. I decide I leave bar. And the DM's like, you stroll outside the bar and notice that at the end of the road to your left is a big-ass dragon. To the right, there's your home. Would you like to approach the dragon? you would be like, yes, warrior man, we'll approach the dragon. Big and strong. Okay, uh, roll for initiative. Uh, okay, I, I got a one. Okay, you're about to die. Um, <laughs> so the dragon swings at you. This is you going terribly. Yeah. Um, but so... The scenario is told by the DM, and what you do is you decide your actions in it. So you could decide to leave the bar or walk towards the dragon, but the DM will be the dude who's like, hey, there's a fucking dragon, my guy. Oh, I get it. Okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. And some of it will be just like on-rail stuff, like this is where the story needs to get to, and some of it will just be literally roleplay and flavor. And oh, sick. I think, the, I think the idea is the scenario is kind of like, this is the stuff that you're going through, and like you might want to kill the dragon or kill whatever the fuck, and that's cool. But I think the joy is supposed to come from the roleplay. Like, really getting to know big, big straw man who actually loves poetry very, very much. Hey, man, don't take the piss out of me. Very, Poetry's very much. wonderful. I actually have character sheets here. So, let's see. Let's see. Bam, 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 bam. Dropping stuff on my balls. Um, okay, so there's um, there's some like out of the box um, heroes that you get because this is just a start set. It's basically like it knows that I'm too dumb to make my own characters. So uh, this one is a level one fighter. He's a folk hero, lawful good, human. And then you get like strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. So we all, we know this shit because video games. And then you get armor, uh, initiative, speed. And all that good stuff. And then all the stuff on the side is the fun bits. So you get your personality traits, your ideals, your bonds, your flaws. So this guy, when I set my mind to something, I follow through. Oh, goodness. Uh, Also, (laughs) I use long words. (laughs) Also, I use long words in attempt to sound smarter. So this is the kind of thing that you then start building into your character. And you normally, you you make your own. Ideals, sincerity. uh, He's no good at pretending to be something he's not. Uh, His bonds, one day. Thunder tree will be prosperous. Um, yeah, uh, sure. Pog. Um, 
Flaws, I'm convinced of the significance of my destiny and blind to my shortcomings and the risk of failure. So you then start playing this character using as long words as possible and being overly confident and cocky and just playing it. Um, but like I say, you can make your own one. So you can be like, hey, like super big, strong dude uh, that is super confident with himself. But every time he sees a bunny rabbit, he does a caca in his panties. That could be a thing. That could be a character that you make. Damn. And you get to enjoy all this stuff. And then every now and then, again, the DM will be like, bunny. And you'll be like, ah, RP caca. <laughs> Try not to lean into the realism without yeah. <laughs> Did you, you just? <laughs> I'm method. Uh, <laughs> I cannot be matched. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm so 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 by the sounds of things, it really hinges on the DM. Like if they if they're not taken seriously, then the game sort of falls apart. Yeah, but equally, uh, I think it. I think it loops back. If like, if the the players aren't like committed and aren't like getting into their characters, then obviously the DM's gonna have a shit time trying to like yeah, get yeah, everybody going. Yeah, so I reckon it's cyclic. Um, and I also expect. Well, I've the stuff I've watched through Critical Role. I think it's supposed to be like top tier, but from what I've seen through them like the creativity of it seems to be like real like it is a i think the whole idea with most of these things but specifically with D&D is it's a joint exercise in storytelling oh, okay cool now i am now i'm invested now i like the sound of that good because that's our next episode oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so much time to prep mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah, a, a very dear friend of mine, um, not you, someone else, uh, bought me... You have, uh, you have more friends. Uh, yeah, so you've interrupted the joke now. It okay, was please you. continue. That was the joke. No, no, no. No, no, I mean, no. everyone knew, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> someone I know casually, an acquaintance that means nothing to me, uh, bought me Cyberpunk Red. Oh. Which is also a TTRPG. Ah, titty RPG. Well, hang on. Uh, you're saying you don't know anything about titty RPGs, but now it sounds like you're qu quite the connoisseur. I am. Uh, yeah. Um, so that, um, and without sounding like a dum dum, I'm guessing that's the same thing. Like, the book is the the world and the rules, and then the character, uh, the people, sorry, make the story. Yeah. And so sick. I, th I think it's one of those things. Uh, I, th I think if you like are too strict with the rules. People start being like, oh, you're such a fucking rule lawyer. What a dick. But then if you don't use the rules, people are like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so it's you've got to kind of kind of middle middle of the road. Yeah. Or, you know, choose your preferred flavor of failure. <laughs> okay. So say you're like, say uh, we do uh, Animus campaign and it's, you know, a bunch of adventurers going on a quest to do some stuff. Mm. What happens if day one, episode one, John steps out of the inn and gets killed by a dragon? What happens to John? Is then John, John's John not cousin, allowed to hang out? John's cousin turns <laughs> yes. up, who's very similar to John in a lot of ways. Yeah. Bon. <laughs> Finally, the legend of Bon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a thing uh, that um, Stephen Colbert talked about, which was. Um, uh, death by farming 
and what would happen is when you like when you first make your characters so there was a f the way that it used to work is you'd basically roll some dice and then you'd get a set number of like you get the numbers on the dice and you then dish them out as your stats so imagine yeah. like a character creation screen but instead of you going like i'm gonna put 10 over here and i'm gonna put whatever whatever you roll you could roll like three ones and you'd have to just dish out your three ones mm -hmm. um now i think the rules have changed so you roll four dice and you can basically just pick the three highest and one of them gets binned off um okay. but apparently there used to be a thing when he played many many moons ago which was death by farming if you rolled stats and you did end up with like a one a one and a three you'd be like my character decides that he wants to be the farm a farmer for the rest of his life <laughs> and that character just goes and then you get a new character <laughs> i love that yes okay cool yeah so yeah yeah that's exciting I like that. Just all these, all these bits and pieces I'm learning without knowing how the fuck to play the game. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But if you need to borrow some dice, my dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and are the dice... Um, so, like, say you're, you've got dice for, like, Dungeons & Dragons. If you were to play another tabletop rpg could you use those dice or are they like game specific so i think i think a lot there's like a lot of crossover um so i've got i've got quite a few different uh ones now like a quite a like four-sided dice i've never seen a four-sided dice before in my life that shit is weird it's a it's like a pyramid a what a four-sided dice <laughs> my my brain just <laughs> collapsed in on itself i was like a, a, a <laughs> what yeah because for a second I was like, a regular dice? No, that's a square, John. <laughs> Think in the real world. <laughs> yeah, so basically you have to like throw it up in the air and it has to cut into the ground like vertically. And then whichever the number is on the top is, is the nice. one. Yeah. No, so it's a pyramid and on, on each of the points, on each of the sides next to that point, it has the same number written three times. Um, it's fucking it's fucking weird the first time I saw those dice I was like what why is there three numbers on each side it's because you <laughs> count the point instead of the side that goes upwards uh, it's, uh, yeah uh, <laughs> but um, yes you can definitely use um, cyberpunk red dice and D&D uh, &D dice because I was looking at some cyberpunk red uh, die because they were cyberpunky yes yes um, ha having just googled it there's not as much con considering like it's originally a uh, a tabletop there's not as much as I thought there would be I thought like like obviously with D&D &D, there's just like 10 billion different types of dice and branded mm. stuff but like with Cyberpunk there's just kind of like the regular set and then also someone made some yellow ones on eBay <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> alright so, fair enough <laughs> so in Forbidden Planet they got some yellow ones as well so I, I guess there's either official or official adjacent uh, yeah, yeah, of yeah but um but yeah I think I've seen three different uh like colour schemes for the Cyberpunk dice and that's it uh, whereas for D&D &D, it's like have this official one okay they're 25 pounds okay does that mean they're like really good quality no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like the way, as you well know, the way I get into things is um, jumping off a tall building directly <laughs> into it and then becoming obsessed. Yeah, yeah. So trying to kind of understand and discover Cyberpunk Red and realizing there's not really much out there. There's like the books, like the, the tabletop RPG books, mm. and then there's kind of like the 
extra stuff. Like, I don't, I don't really know what it is, but, like, it'll be uh, some stuff about, like, I don't know what you call it, but it might, it might be, like, another story or, like, another group of people or a gang or something. But I was, because of, obviously, the, the hype around, kind of, the video game version, I expected to go on the, <clears throat> what's the company called? Artalsorium? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the original kind of creators of, of uh, Cyberpunk Red in 2020, um, I expected there to be like merch and fucking t-shirts and po- there's like nothing. There's just like, really? do you want to play the game or not? <laughs> yes, please. All right, <laughs> well, cool. Play it then. Yeah, get, in a pal. Get a book. Get Come on. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you go like you go on like the uh, the. Uh, CD Projekt Red like gear store and it's like you want socks you want laptop cover let's go <laughs> whereas like honestly there's there's no merch on their store at all mm. which is like fair enough man if you know you make games you don't make t-shirts but it's kind of like it's just it, the world me, that we're from because no yeah, matter what exactly. we like it's like I would like to get the accessories please um, literally I'm, I'm on it now and mm. there is some pin badges that is Ooh. it four pin badges in nice? one set they're okay. Oh. They're okay. Mm-hmm. But like that is that is it. And then there's all this stuff. It's like I don't know I don't know what it is. That's I think that's probably what confuses me is because like like I say, when I get into something I can't do it casually, I have mm. to be obsessed. So I feel like there's a wall that I can't get through because I'm like, I don't understand. Make just, it easy. I want I want everything. I want to surround my, I want the mug. I want to make sure that I'm starting my day with the cutlery set. Like yeah. help me help you. I think that's exactly it. It's like I'm not a fan unless I'm uh, eating cereal out of the branded bowl with a mm-hmm. branded spoon. Um, I remember watching. Uh, sorry to hijack your. your no, no, do it, do it, do it. But I remember watching uh, Mike Pondsmith, the original writer, creator of Cyberpunk, play uh, a game of of Red yeah. with a bunch of people. I'm assuming from some kind of like online publication, mm. and like obviously because it's Mike. Pondsmith's baby he was like fully committed he was doing the voices and obviously Mike Pondsmith has a very dramatic very perfect voice yeah 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 um and just the people around him just did not seem interested and I was like oh, I can't get my head into this man like you either have to be getting tattoos like your character would be <laughs> dyeing your hair or you're just not doing it properly mm. so yeah I think that's I think that's my big fear with kind of like like I really want to, like, try this out. But I'm worried that, like, if I do, then other people are going to be like, okay, so I guess I stab him then? (laughs) And I'm going to be there like, I channel my inner spirit and then... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Just flipping tables. (laughs) You cannot defeat me! (laughs) I don't think you know who the fuck you're talking to. <laughs> it's pinning like Miguel up to the wall. All right, all right, Mikey, study the fuck on, mate. And they're just really aggressively rolling <laughs> the world's smallest dice. <laughs> you <Yes>. die. <laughs> Jimmy just carrying under a table. Like, Mikey, stop! <laughs> Who gave him a real sword? <laughs> Role play dead. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you're gonna fucking do it, mate, do it yeah, properly. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, this is obviously who I am with my life now. So thank you. Cool, cool. 
Do you need me to drop off any dice? Uh... No, no, it's fine. Let me sell my guitars first. Perfect. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yep, yep. Um, I'm really excited though. Mm. I mean, either I'm. One of two things has happened. Either whoever's listening is like, "Yo, I love D and D." <laughs> you guys have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Or <laughs> yeah, probably that one, yeah. yeah. Or people are gonna be like, "Yo, fucking nerds." <laughs> I thought you guys were cool. What yeah. happened? Sorry, I was here for uh, the Melbourne stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. We talked about Melbourne stuff. We did. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, yeah, we did. We did a whole episode about us. Yeah. About and us then and our, our rock music. And now this is the prelude to the D&D uh, album saga. Quadruple album. Oh, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the, you know, the, the, the dungeon masters have like the, the, like the thing in front of them, like the shield. So people can't see their notes and stuff. Have you seen that? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is we get four albums that interlock and then they turn into the special dungeon master shield thing. A very shallow one. But all the same. Yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I bet it's already been done. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I doubt it. That's quite a specific idea. <laughs> and we're about to make a lot of money. Oh my God, yes. Okay, so we specifically print vinyls so that it's big enough to hide the DM's notes behind it. Okay, well, that I love. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I feel like I'd. D and D or not, I feel like if I had some like an album printed on vinyl, I would be like, well, I've obviously, obviously, I've made it. Like, yeah. Obviously, this is the fucking coolest thing mm. that's ever happened. Uh, multiple times, I've I've looked and been like, yo, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. mm. absolutely. Mm. <sighs> Do you want to talk about your musical endeavours at all? Is that something you'd like to discuss since we're talking um, about vinyls that we're getting printed for sure, definitely? Um, yeah, I guess we could talk about uh, the things. No? Hmm. You guys do anything these days? Yes. That's nice. So, I guess last weekend, when you guys are listening to oh, this. Yeah. Catch up, guys. Come on. Yeah, fucking hell. It's a bit late. Mm. Uh, we went to a recording studio. Oh, I do love me a recording studio. Yes, to lay down some sick beer. I don't know why I'm taking a piss. I had, honestly, the best weekend. It was <laughs> exhausting, yeah, yeah. but it was so much fun. And obviously, being all boring grown-ups now, we don't get to see each other half as much as we would like to. So to actually have everyone in one place briefly at the same time <laughs> was so much fun and there was there was many laughs and lots of hangs and lots of uh, delicious snacks and also i guess we recorded a song I, f I feel like at this point for us to hang out as friends it costs several hundreds of pounds oh it's so expensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's what it takes like <laughs> like to get to get most of us in the same place it's like yo there has to be a purpose otherwise it, everyone's like but why why yeah. why would i want to what friendship uh, yuck gross but what um, if something were to happen mm -hmm. yes yes yeah. it was uh it was a blast yeah. a bloody grand time and uh i would highly recommend it took a um, it took a lot to get going though 
didn't adjust. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> so not to. I don't really care that much about giving details away. Not to give too many details away, but basically, we changed our minds on the, I guess, the song going kind of the week of the studio for a variety of reasons. Um, and we ended up doing a different one. And really, it was kind of on the day we were like, this might, we might not be able to pull this off. Yeah. And then, as literally. 10 p.m. I think we stopped tracking. Mm. Yeah, it's 10 p.m. rolled around. We were like, we've done it. We actually fucking pulled this off. We actually fucking did it. And we actually did it kind of smoothly, all things considered. Yeah. So we had <clears throat> so we had an initial hurdle that we had to get over, um, which meant that we had to change the song. And I think there was definitely an opportunity there where we could have been like, yo, this is fucked. Let's just cancel. Let's just cancel. Like, you know, there's like somebody's... So, you know somebody's cleared their weekend to work with us uh, so let's just cancel you know like we paid a deposit that's right. what deposit's for let's just fucking cancel exactly. um, we, we're, that's not really the way that we like to operate so we're like okay well, we, we can't realistically do what we originally planned to do we're two days out what are our fucking options here <laughs> um, and just me and John stood on my driveway like spitballing like okay uh we're boned we're boned we're boned we're boned <laughs> what can we do we're boned um and then we started talking about okay well oh, fuck two days out can we change the song do we have anything else that's in a position where it could be tracked um and then you said well we have this here in a state that is almost good to rock and roll yeah um the only snag with it is um like we hadn't played it in a while uh there were some elements that um weren't necessarily bedded in like they were written but we didn't know how well they'd fit together because it's a collaboration with with someone else um like spoilers uh <laughs> and um and yeah the lyrics were like the chorus was written and that was pretty well it. the chorus and half the beat down uh were written <laughs> um like I knew, I knew what I wanted to be like the sick, nasty drop, and that was about that. Yeah. But we're like, okay, fuck, okay. But is it achievable in the time frame? And after a little bit of nervousness, that was kind of a yeah. Hmm. So okay, we're on new plan. So I had uh, one evening, and. Uh, Initially, it was one evening and then anywhere up to a full day. So I was going to be tracking on Sunday for the vocals. So I had to get something written, like, in the, my one free night and then throughout the, the day on Saturday. And then we'll record on Sunday for the vocals, all the other, like, instrumentation on Saturday. It's cool. And somebody in the band is like, yo, hey, pff, uh, surprise for everyone today. Uh, <laughs> actually, I won't be around on the Sunday. And uh, y'all going to have to kind of just figure that out amongst yourselves. Um, <laughs> And other people had other commitments and stuff. So it was like, shit, we can't just move people to the Sunday because people had planned around them being on Saturday. So it's okay. Okay. So panic, 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 panic again. I'm going to hand the story reins over to you for the next wave of panic. How, how, oh, how, oh, you how, hand it over to sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. you handed it over to me. No, no, I mean, it's, I did. And, I'm, and again, this is really, nah, again, this is yeah. de delegation. It's wonderful. Uh, so... Many, many phone calls, many, many people. So we had, 
Uh, can I tell him who produced it? Can I tell him? I think so. We'll so we went back to we went well fuck uh, fuck we went back to Dan <laughs> uh, Dan Kerr at Avenue Studios mm-hmm. who uh, has done most of our stuff mm-hmm. uh, over the years um, and we were recording out of a different studio so we weren't at his studio but he was he was still kind of at the helm um, so lots of puzzle pieces to move obviously you've got the schedule of the band mm-hmm. then you have the schedule of Dan. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, the schedule of the studio we were renting. <laughs> so all of this has to line up. Yep. And obviously the Saturday, uh, sorry, the Sunday did not line up. Um, so uh, Dan had to ring the studio. I, I called Dan basically and was just like, look, I think we're going to have to cancel because I don't think we're going to be able to do this. And then um, he managed to get us into the studio on all day on the Saturday plus a half day in the evening so we had 12 hours basically from 11 to 11 and it pretty much was 11 to 11 yep to um to to pull this song off and we didn't know until 10 p.m the night before whether we, we were going to be able to do it or not yeah so me and you had a conversation i was off to the cinema so beforehand and I was like uh, okay and you're like uh, okay let's see what we can achieve I get out the other side of the cinema and it's like okay we're okay everything's sorted I'm like thank you John I've just sat on my ass for two hours and you've saved the day thank you thank you and then it, it was like a, okay so because the person who wasn't available for the Sunday is going to be just going for the evening session you have the day tomorrow um, to do the writing turn up in the evening with this person and um and then, and then track. I was like, okay, that gives me effectively a work day to write the full lyrics for a song. Yeah. So, no drama, no drama, <laughs> no drama. So there's a text in the evening. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> FYI, the person who was tracking last, who you'd be going down with, you can still go down with if you want to, but they will be going first. <laughs> <laughs> That was a very last minute thing. I cannot be blamed for that. Yeah. And I kept you informed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally misread it at the time as well. I was like, oh, they're going down early. Okay, I didn't think they were going down early. I thought they were just going down like early for the evening session. I was like, ah, still probably got like five, six hours. We all cool. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I basically let you know that there were two cars you could choose from <laughs> and they were leaving at the same time. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and we wake up and we're like, yo, Okay, all cool. No drama. We get a text from one of the boys. By the way, straight up not coming. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Changes like, things slightly. Yeah. I've been up till like, I think like three, maybe four. Um, just going through. So the song itself was based off of uh, an anime again. Normally I try and like mix uh, like pop culture thing with like a real life thing but I was like I'm just going to try and write this thing about this anime about this like five episodes I'm just going to write down every line this fucker said and try and <laughs> slice things together because I don't have time to fuck around with wordplay uh, I snuck a couple of puns in but like trying to do this whole dual narrative thing so yeah. it's like I'm up till four I wake up at either three or four wake up at eight then like decipher John's message like oh shit <laughs> shit <laughs> like I guess we're leaving soon <laughs> um, like I say we get another message like hey 
I'm just not fucking coming. It's like, oh, fuck. Um, and then we get there. Stuff starts getting tracked. Um, everybody's crushing their parts. Again, like one person isn't there. So other people are covering those parts. Everything's sounding fucking Gucci. I am in the the live room, like the room where the uh, drums are recorded and where the vocals are recorded. Uh, and I was like, yo, can I just like use this room? And, and Dan's just like, yeah, Gucci. He's like, you're doing pre-production? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing pre-production. You didn't know that I was doing pre-pre-production. Um, <laughs> the, the, the bit where you write the song before yeah, you yeah, do yeah, the production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then from 11 o'clock to 9 o'clock, I am just writing and iterating and reiterating and just changing shit and just hoping for the best. Um, like, the boys crush their parts. And then it comes to my turn. I'm just sort of like, well... Let's see how this goes then, shall we? I've yeah, I'm got not what really, I've got. Yeah, I'm not really sure whether I want to do shouts, growls, or screams from this bit. <laughs> so I'm just gonna like lay it down, and then if you want to like give me some direction, and I was like, yeah, no worries, bro. I'm like, cool, bro, because <laughs> I've just written this. Um, yeah, and then we pulled out our ourselves. We did, and uh, I I sort of can't really comment on whether it whether I'm just like, oh man, it sounds sick, because literally, you said your last words. And we fucking packed down and left. Yeah. So like there was no, usually you kind of sit and you hear it like 10, 20, 30 fucking times. Yeah. And usually like before, before the mix, there's a kind of like little bit of an end of the day sort of tidy up. So you get an idea of where it's going to be heading. Yeah. Uh, and literally it was just like, you're done, you're done. Right. We're all going home. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like we never heard it top to bottom. We never actually at, at heard all, the yeah. song played from start to finish. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have no idea what the fuck's there. And it may, you guys hearing this story, it may sound like the product of this story. Like, <laughs> like this song might come out and you might be like, cool, that is a sick B-side, my dude. Um, wow, you really didn't listen to that, did you? <laughs> but the, the, the reason that, the reason that I think it's cool talking about this is because I see there being four or five points in that story where we could have been like, oh fuck it like it's not working let's just stop yeah it's just like let's bail on it let's whatever let's like try and schedule something for later whatever but i'm really pleased with the fact that this band have the same ethic where it's just like oh shit there's something in our way dig dig under it go around it yeah. smash through it don't care just keep moving forward <laughs> yeah it was like we like, totally transparent we were just like i guess we're cancelling kind of when well kind of when it got to it we were sort of just like well maybe we'll just have to fucking move this or maybe we'll do it in halves maybe we'll do a little bit now mm. and then we'll kind of see if who's available in like a few weeks yeah but it's the the puzzle pieces it fucking requires when you're not specifically in a band but i use the example of a band because there are so many schedules to line up yeah obviously you have everyone in the band then you have any kind of additional third parties so like studio or, or studio like, space rental or yeah whatever. like if you're like filming a video just anything yeah. yeah just your resources in general yeah so it's kind of like if you can land on a date you really have to have a serious emergency not to kind of get it done because otherwise like Dan sort of said, like he we could do it, we could try and do it again in a few weeks, but he was like, I'd have to cancel this and I'd have to move that. Mm. And he was like, I'm looking at June for my next open weekend, and we're just like, fucking hell, man, I can't, like, we can't push it back for half a song. Let's just, let's just knuckle down. And it was a long, it was a long old day. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think, I think even like we're saying, like 
like cancelling was on the table. At no point were we like, let's not do this. It was like, okay, maybe we do the instruments now for the Saturday and then I'll record remotely for the vocals or, or, or it was more about like just breaking up the session rather than ever being like, oh, this is over. Um, So, but it also, as well as the band, it meant that Dan went straight into troubleshooting mode and started pulling out options to make this work. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't like very, very happy with the, with the, the way which like, I, I don't know why I like fuck stuff up so often. But our ability <laughs> to work around the fuck ups and try and make these things work, um, and then Dan for for basically you know being that extra person in the band, um, having tracked most of the stuff, but also just being like yeah we're gonna make this work. So yeah, mm. it's um <clears throat> yeah it's it's good and I oh no, I had such a fucking good day like as I say man it, it was exhausting and um you know it, it is a lot of time to kind of spend in a room but also like we don't we don't do a lot as a band so it's sort of like it's not like we're just hot off the back of some massively long campaign straight back into the studio it's kind of like well it was it was cool we got to be creative with our friends for for a whole day um and also kind of like i don't want to say an ego boost because that's probably the wrong term but just a little kind of pat on the head of self-assurance that like you actually are all talented and competent enough to be able to pull something like this off even in kind of disaster mode yeah. <laughs> like, like when it had the absolute opportunity to fall apart it's sort of like everyone everyone is talented enough at their specific craft in, obviously including dan to kind of be able to like pull a full finished product out of that clusterfuck it's like a, you know we're working from a demo that we've practiced a couple of times, not in a long while. We haven't practiced full stop in fucking ages. Yeah. We've barely seen each other. Um, and it's like, yo, we're changing the song. And everyone's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Let's like I'm, that, I'm ringing around the houses on, I want to say Thursday night. Mm. Um, and like some of the phone calls were like, which song is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, even, even when we were talking about it on the driveway, you were like, it's a, like everything's got project names. This project name for this one was EastEnders. You're like, yo, EastEnders is pretty well good to go. I'm like, sick. Which one is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, how does that go? And as soon as, as soon as, like, like we're a couple of notes in, it's like, okay, cool. Like, I know what I know that as. And then, yeah. 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 But mad, mad. But yeah, talking about exhausting, I'm just, I'm off the back of like a good week and a half of just getting fuck all sleep <laughs> so we're doing this again late start early finish do the studio get home after midnight go home uh, i then spent like a couple of hours on the phone to, to laurie because we like hadn't had a chance to catch up properly and then i was like i'm just not gonna set an alarm <laughs> it's just i'm just gonna wake up when i wake up go crazy man maybe yeah. wake up at midday <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so I start stirring, it's time to get up. I feel a bit tired, but I'm like, maybe, maybe I didn't get as much sleep as I wanted. It's probably like 9 a.m. or something. Like I wanted to sleep in, I probably didn't get to because I feel fucking shagged. So I just check, I'm like, fuck, it's six. Not the six you think it is, though. <laughs> it is 6 p.m. I have slept through an entire work day and I'm still absolutely wrecked. Um, <laughs> yeah. God damn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Sunday was a write-off. Um, yeah. We got there. We got there. 
Yeah. Talking about <sighs> scheduling and kind of getting people together and stuff. Just a quick shout out to um, an app that we've been using that I think has been making things a little bit better for us uh, mm. called, I think it's How About. Um, yeah, How About. Um, how about that? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like available on Android and iOS. It's literally just like a, an app for scheduling. It's like, it's like a calendar joiner checker. Hey, when are you freer? Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've only we've only successfully like managed a couple of things. Well, I say successfully. I'm not sure if Saturday's all the way a success, but um, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it happens. Um, yeah. So if you are an adult and you're like, hey, I wish I could see my friends who are adults, um, try How About. This week's episode is sponsored by How About. Do you want to hang out with your friends? Are they all fucking useless and very difficult to get time from? Hey, if they can't find time with you on How About, maybe they just, they just don't like hanging out with you. Try it today, free on iOS and Android. Nice. Yeah. That was a genuine, real... 100% advert. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, I'm lying. I don't know. I said that so confidently. <laughs> someone was like, oh, really? You guys got sponsored? No, 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 no I'm no, lying. No. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I say, if uh, if you and your mates are running How About and, um, and you can't find a way of slotting your time together, maybe they just don't fucking like you. That is a sad but... Probably real, <laughs> real thing. Yeah. <laughs> so try today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I had I had a fucking grand old time. Like the, I think I've spoken about it on the show before, but like my heart lies in in the studio side of things rather than it does on on stage. Mm -hmm. I know that's different. Like everyone in the band kind of has different love for different things for different reasons but for me like if i had to kind of pick one or the other i would rather just spend all my time creating and recording and and hanging out with with the guys yeah watching fight sports and eating pizza oh i do like fight sports dude i left there with so much more testosterone um no reason you think <laughs> <laughs> so uh hey uh john from the hero dies first um, I have some questions here for you, and okay. we're going to compare your answers today with your answers from 2019. Are you ready? What? Okay, yes. So, I love having things sprung on me. In 10 words. It's like the weekend all over again. <laughs> <laughs> in 10 words, describe the hero dies first. Um, heavy. Melodic, problematic, mm -hmm. stressful, mm -hmm. long, <laughs> <laughs> um, unnecessarily complicated. That can be one word, that can be hyphenated. Okay. But lots of fun <laughs> perfect amazing and i counted that on my fingers because i'm a child yeah i was doing the same so we're having a great time in 2019 you said a metal band that can't decide what their sound is wow i am jaded <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, I'm going to skip, so some of the answers are a bit longer, so I'm just going to skip them. So, hand the band form. I don't know, we just fucking did some stuff, and then here we are. Um, oh, okay. So, this is an interview. Yeah, yeah. You have a huge breadth of influences. Is that a deliberate play, or just something, or just your passion showing through, or a reflection of the taste of different members of the band? Uh, probably a little from column A, a little from column B, I guess. Um, oh my god, I'm going to answer this like I'm in a real interview. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Rolling Stone. You're very welcome. <laughs> Appreciate you meeting me here today at the Ritz. Uh, mm-hmm. Means the world. Um, you can't have too much of my time. Uh, I'm going to go hang out with uh, Martin Scorsese. He's going to film my biopic. Um, I, I don't but, know why my brain just went to John Bon Jovi. I just thought you were going to go hang out with John Bon Jovi. So if you want to hang out with John Bon Jovi, crack on me. I would like to. Is it because he shares two of my names? I think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> the law. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what, what was the question? Sorry. Uh, like a breadth of influences. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just that. I think I listen to we all listen to a mad variety of music it's not like we're like oh yeah we only really listen to metal or we only really listen to hip-hop it's kind of like everyone in the band is just into music quite quite passionately as well Mm -hmm. so i would say i would say that's where that comes from um also i find one dimensional bands quite boring um so I've, I've never wanted to be a band where you just like someone listens to you and you're like, oh, this is what you do. Mm. I've always I've always preferred bands that kind of confuse journalists and uh, and they're like, oh, well, on this album, they were this. But on the next album, they did this. It's kind of like I feel like that's your that's the point of being an artist is to is to draw influence from everywhere and then kind of channel it through your own experiences. If you imagine, imagine the Mona Lisa as a portrait in, in just a series of portraits of people in the same pose. I just, I'm not sure that would go. Right? So in 2019, you said, Nobody in the band shares the same taste in music. And although we're a heavy band, most of us don't listen to super heavy music all the time. From K-pop to arena metal, I think wearing our influences on our sleeves and not trying to fit into a single sound is probably what shaped the band the most. Oh, 2019 John was a tosser. <laughs> Oh, the reason that Ringe Lord. The reason that we're here. Which is better, playing live or recording? Uh, okay, but I, I definitely still would have said recording. You said I want to play live more. I'm talking to my boy Harvey and Amrit, trying to hook some stuff up. Kind of pog champ. Is that what uh, I said? Is that what I said? In 2019, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> He had his shit together. Uh, everyone in the band has a different answer, but for me, definitely the studio. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? And then all I did <laughs> was play live more, I guess. Well, no, actually, no, that's a complete lie because now my, essentially, my day job is is, is writing recording. It might not be in a fancy studio, but... Yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Record, like, one song a year and then just play tabletop RPGs with my friends. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Um, I could hear 40 years of metal in your sound. From King Crimson to Slayer, from Fields of Nephilim to Lacuna Coil and beyond. What are your influences? Wind it way the fuck back. All those back. When was this interview? 2019. Yep, King Crimson, Slayer, Fields of Nephilim. That's the second time we've been compared to Fields of Nephilim. 
way way back the re- you're going to be like how do you remember that that's so obscure mm. because way the fuck back we got a live review in our old 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 band oh shit and i remember being like fields of nephilim that's such a strange band name mm. and then i googled it and it turns out they were partially local oh. they were like a big kind of i think i want to say 80s sort of goth band have, have you have you listened to them no, I just I know of them. I know they come up a lot. And um, again, when the court case comes up, we have not heard this band before. Okay, <laughs> just feels a what now? Nephilim. Yeah, so they're they're from Stevenage, but I I want to say the the main guy lives or lived in Bedford. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, they're. Um, is this where you're like, and I'm the main guy? <laughs> yes, I was in a band in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, that's really strange. Um, what was the question? Uh, I can hear for, uh, what are your influences? What are your influences? Uh, I couldn't, I probably couldn't say a band now. Cause like not, not a single one of our songs ever sounds like the last thing. And I don't, I don't say that as some kind of like, oh, look how influential and, and, you know, inspiring we are. It's just like, sort of just write what we kind of write. And then it's just like I'll, I'll write something and then the guys will kind of like do their own thing with it or the guys will write something and i'll be like oh i'm gonna put this on here like i wouldn't really say we have any bands that we're like oh this influences what we do like you know how there are bands in the scene where i don't know, say like bring me like whenever bring me kind of like shift a gear and change their sound usually there's a bunch of bands that will be like oh yeah no we're doing this now as well mm-hmm. um yeah but i i wouldn't i wouldn't say there was i wouldn't say there was a single band that 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 influences enough of us enough do you think you felt differently in 2019 probably this guy sounds like i wouldn't like him to be honest <laughs> similar answer as the other question about sound Everyone's different. Hobbit doesn't really listen to heavy music. Magelli loves things that we listened to in 2004. Matt listens to the kind of bands that you'd be scared to, sh- to sh- scared to show your nan. And Mikey and myself have an unspoken competition where we listen to artists that are just about as far away from the band sound as possible. Honestly, though, probably Slipknot. <laughs> Why Slipknot? Why did I say Slipknot? What? Why? <laughs> Best and worst song you've ever heard? Best and worst song I've ever heard. Best and worst song you've ever heard. Oh, God. Um, best song. Uh, probably Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. That is, weirdly, my all-time favourite song, and I wish I wrote it. I did not know that about you. Yeah. It's so good. The law. I know. Um... I don't know why. I just love it. I just love that song so much. It's so good. Mm. Uh, the worst song I've ever heard. Let me type in the word crunk and see what comes up on Spotify. Ah, uh, what? Broken side. Broken side. Uh, maybe. I don't. I, I never really listened to them. I think it's going to be something by Little Wayne. I have a real hatred for Little Wayne. <laughs> Uh, it just annoys me. Mm. It just like every, it went through like the music scene went through a phase where like he'd be on every fucking track that came out and it was just like 
why like it'd be a really talented artist and they'd be like featuring little wayne he'd be like Aaron, Aaron. And you'd be like why are you who let you do this fuck off um i, f- I feel like little wayne would sorry little wayne would be a fun D character just like a bard <laughs> that just does crunk yes it just turns up with great confidence in random places i love that um I, oh, the worst song i don't know if i got one man I, yeah, no, sorry. I got nothing fun. What if I told you that in 2019, your answer was only one song? Oh, was it? What was it? True Survivor, Kung Fury, David Hasselhoff. I don't know. Actually, I kind of like this guy. <laughs> what Was that the best and worst <laughs> the song? Best, song <laughs> best and worst song you've ever heard. <laughs> All right, fair, fair, fair. Best live band you've ever seen? Oh, God. Um, oh, best live man I've ever seen. It's bad that like, nothing's jumping to mind. Um, oh, fuck. I, re- I remember ye- fucking years ago, mm. we went to Brixton Academy to see some Metal Hammer tour mm. and five finger death punch were opening i'd never heard of them before it was i think that was their first time in the uk and i was like what this band is so sick they're so good and then i listened to my record and i was like this is the worst shit i've ever heard how are they so good live how you never get it where a band is amazing live and then garbage on record yeah um i'm boring and say nine inch nails honestly probably slipknot (laughs) no Nice. If you could play on a bill with any act, who would be your dream choice? Oh, don't fucking tell me I said Slipknot. <laughs> don't tell me. Did Honestly, I? probably Slipknot. What a, what a dickhead. That was somebody's interview that I just thought I was going to be smarmy in. Oh, that's um, so cringy. There's a, there's a, long, <laughs> there's a long one about the writing process, which we're not going through, because the answer is basically like, yeah, we do stuff different every time. Uh, okay. Fender or Gibson? Gibson. So you said both have been on records. Please don't make me choose. That was so quick. You've just lost us a sponsorship. Slayer or Saxon? (laughs) What? Slayer or Saxon? Mm -hmm. Which flavor of denim do I prefer? (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my god. Um, t- I I would confidently say I've listened to Saxon probably more than Slayer mm-hmm. back in my heavy heavy metal phase. Mm-hmm. But I I'm gonna say Slayer just because I I guess kind of more broad influence. Mm. Slayer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> uh, uh, Morast. Or Faust Coven? Faust Coven. I'm going to go to Google. Sorry, what was the first one? Uh, Morast or Faust Coven? Morast. Okay, and what was the other one? Faust Coven. Mm. So Faust Coven is a... I think that's just like... Metal archives, now. like fist uh, cult. 
so they are a, providing I've got the right one I don't know might be lots mm. um, <clears throat> they are a oh dear a black slash doom metal band with mm. lyrical themes about Satanism mm-hmm. anti-religion mm-hmm. death and horror and their most recent album was called oh they've got two okay the most recent one was called In the Shadow of Doom which is actually kind of a cool album though the last one however was called Hellfire and Funeral Bells cool 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 and then the other Morast Morast they uh, their bio on Bandcamp is sepulchral 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 is it ch or ker I'm going to go Chur. Sepultural mm. Hymns of Disenchantment. That's nice. Um, I'm going to say Faust Coven, because Hellfire and Funeral Bells is just about the most dad rock thing I've ever heard. Mm. Just... I don't. I think they're like a legitimate black metal band, but mm. I just... Anything with the word bells in it is like ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> so you just hit him with a who. Like, like, he was like, hey, pick one of these bands that I like, please. Please choose my favorite. And you're like... The fuck is that? Oh, so cringe. Tool or silent screams? What? Tool or silent screams? Decide. <laughs> <laughs> this this dude's fully just rolling them D and D dice, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I feel like I'm, this episode's coming full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, tool, obviously. Yeah, tool. Although silent screams are sick live. I, 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 that wasn't my answer. I've never seen them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you you pretended real good. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter or Luke Skywalker? Uh, am I supposed to be answering now or am I supposed to be picking what I answered? Uh, either or anything for entertainment value. Oh. Mm. Wait, does that mean your opinion's changed? No, okay. carry on. <laughs> Don't make me go back. Um, I probably would have said Harry Potter because I was a bigger, I was a bigger Harry Potter fan than I would have been a Star Wars fan. Mm. But I, I, yeah, I was a big Harry Potter fan and a passive Star Wars fan. Okay, so what would you say now? Harry Potter, probably. Although so you, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch either franchise now. So, so you put like in a fight, the wizards going down in the first for sure. They're both wizards. What was I talking about? <laughs> One's just a space wizard. <laughs> um, they've got magic powers. They've both got wands. They've both got I mean, weird families. <laughs> see, see. Uh, yeah, and there's a dark lord in both. I'm seeing some symmetry. Yeah. Uh, plans for 2019. I mean, 2019 happened. If that said plans for 2020, that'd be a good giggle. But plans for 2019. Uh, I'm just gonna take for this one. A little light on show. A little light on show, a little light on shows, a little heavy on songwriting. Let's go! Um, Oh. 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 Yes? If you had one piece of advice to give to someone setting up a band, what would it be? One piece of advice? Mm Mm-hmm. Bloody hell. Mm -hmm. Um, All back to Harry Potter references, nice. (laughs) <laughs> nice. Nice. did I say don't I bet I said don't didn't I it starts with the word don't okay um, uh, what advice would I give uh, probably d- 
do your own thing. Don't don't be swayed by outside opinions. Don't follow. Um, don't do stuff because other people are doing it. Um, just fucking keep your head down and, and make the music that you want to make. You are a consistent motherfucker. Is don't follow trends. Do exactly what you want to do, no matter what else the scene is doing around you. Oh, uh. Okay. Okay. Last one. You ready? Best bit of advice you have ever been given. Not a fucking clue. Not a fucking clue. So tell me now. Tell me now. Best bit of advice you've ever been given. Um... Um... Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I've been given it, but I mean, we can. It's gonna. Okay. Okay. Mm. I've got like. It's not really advice, but it's more like a quote. Okay. From someone. Mm. But it's heavy. Do we want? It's been quite a fun episode. Do we wanna? Let's get nasty with it, and then I'll I'll wrap up with John from 2019, who's a much breezier person. Okay. He had he'd never been locked down for two years. Oh Jesus. Uh, okay, one second. Let me mm. let me Google the correct wording of it. Mm. Um, oh God! Do Two I things really in life this? are guaranteed: death and taxes. Let's go. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> kinda, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I guess just kind of like memento mori. As I know that, like, as soon as architects did it, everyone was like, "Oh, cool, that's mine now." But like. Mm any variation of that is that like kind of really at any point you don't know when when the sand tiger runs out so it's sort of like if you're going to do something just fucking do it and like don't 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 really worry about kind of anything as as dumb as that sounds but like don't really hesitate don't worry about what other people think don't worry about whether it's going to go right because very fucking Sorry, I muted myself. <laughs> it's very, very, very fun. Rare. Wait, wait, wait. Dude, is that, that was like a how to leave an idiot in suspense. I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> so my advice is... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically just don't don't hesitate because very few things... Obviously, like, fucking disasters can happen. But I mean, like, when it comes to kind of life decisions and creative decisions and stuff, unless you're kind of scaling Everest, like very little can go wrong. Do you know what I mean? If it's like, wrong, yeah. yeah, like, oh, I'm going to, um, I'm going to fucking become a, a writer or I'm going to, I don't know, shave my hair and dye my eyebrows because I want a change in life. It's like, well, you could hesitate or you could just do it. And then you might be like, no, oh, I didn't like that. I can just go back and not do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just, just remember that you kind of get like a single shot and the more time you waste is the less time you get to succeed, basically. The um, uh, the, the like the big ass fucking chunky ring, I'm not sure if people have seen it, but I, I, I've been wearing the same ring for years. I don't know how many years, a while though. Um, it's from Clocks and Colors. It, um, it's actually, it is a signature ring for like a tattoo artist. I don't even know who the tattoo artist is, but on the ring. Poser. Uh, yeah, on the ring is a uh, an hourglass with a uh, it's either a scythe or a sickle behind it. On either side, there's chess pieces, and it's exactly the same thing. It's just like, hey, don't forget, don't forget. It doesn't that this yeah. runs out at some point. If you want to do things, go and do them. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a talk that, like there was a bit of a powwow on the Discord uh, a couple of days ago about 
um, somebody was asking about what do you do when you've got uh, motivation? Uh, no, sorry, inspiration, but no motivation. I was like, dude, that happens to people. <laughs> Where I like, if I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm like, hey, I gotta fucking go get the bag, and then I sort of yeah. sit down, like, I have nothing, <laughs> I have nothing <laughs> to give you. Um, but yeah, um, I bring that up because <clears throat> there was a piece of advice that was, yeah. So Jim had said about the the fact that basically everything you do in life every smile that you that you cause to appear on someone's face is a victory in it and it and those sort of good tidings roll forward so you may not feel that you're achieving things but actually if you're just putting some joy out there into the world then that is in itself a big enough act and a positive enough act to make your time worthwhile and i was there in the discord and again like Jim just did this beautiful block of text, basically, saying, just promoting positivity and saying, just just doing good things is enough. If you make someone smile, that's enough. Yeah. And I'm there in the Discord like, this is a wonderful way to approach life, but unfortunately, it will negatively impact my productivity, so it needs to be destroyed. <laughs> because nice. I, I think if I got to the point where I felt like, oh, I'm just doing enough. I'm just doing enough. Then... Um, yeah, that, that is a slippery slope that leads to um, uh, a beer belly and uh, some kids that you fucking hate in a house that you don't like with a partner that you've settled for and bitterness and regret and making sure you get your tinnies in while you're watching your, uh, your uh, sports ball before whatever. Like that whole, like if, I feel like if I'm not, like trying to, if i'm not trying and it doesn't matter if i'm failing then i i i will fall into like just 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 a path that i have no aspiration for i was gonna say mediocrity and that's not a very nice thing to say because i may still end up falling into mediocrity but i will have tried exactly <clears throat> yeah i am I know, I, 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 I like your coconuts. I mm, Very am, much. <laughs> I am a bit non-stop when it comes to the stuff that kind of matters to me. Mm. I'm a bit frustratingly relentless in a, for, for better or for worse. Um, and I, I don't really live sort of in the real world. I sort of mostly just spend my time being like, well, this is the thing I want to do now. Therefore, yep, yep. how many walls do I have to kind of knock down and, and phone calls do I have to make to, to kind of make it happen? And a lot of it is is fantasy. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you're like, oh, we could do this. And then we could do this. And everyone's like, hey, man, remember what money is? Um, but also I kind of just think like, why not live like that? Yeah. And like not to not to not to grind this podcast into the ground a <laughs> hundred miles now but many many years ago there were a sequence of events in my life that happened that kind of changed everything mm -hmm. and have kind of been my subconscious fire under the ass where it's kind of like how can I how can I say this without saying this Essentially, I lost some people that were very, very close to me, mm -hmm. and they were the kind of people that worked very, very hard, and 
life did that thing where it was just kind of like, hey, it doesn't work out. And I hate, I hate that fact. I hate the fact that there are people out there that can put so much work in and shit just goes bad for them. It's just kind of like, you never want that to be the thing, but that is sadly a very real thing that happens to people. Like they can, through no fault of their own, just have life just turn and just be like, hey, fuck you, fuck you specifically mm. for no reason. And I think for me, I'm kind of like, that could happen to me at some point. And like, why do why would I not want to spend every moment that I have kind of running at the stuff that gets me excited and kind of living life as if I'm still a, a carefree child mm. in case that at some fucking point, life's just like, hey, now shit's going to be really fucking bad again. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, I know, I know. Certainly for like the band and like my my friends and like probably Lauren as well. Like a lot, a lot of time, I'm just like, "Why don't we do this?" And you're like, "And realism." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, but what if we did this?" Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like some sometimes that like you can just do that shit. Sometimes you're like, "Actually, do you know what? Yes, let's do this mad thing." Yeah. Um, I think I think oftentimes people put their own barriers in their way. Though I think if you approach things like, "Why don't we try?" then I'm sure there's plenty of things that you feel that you've achieved since that fire's been lit. You're like, I didn't think I could do that, and I've done that. Yeah, fucking too right. The, the, my day job now, my actual my actual like life, the thing that takes up the bulk of my time, mm. would have seemed impossible like even three years ago. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> I, I went freelance because i was in a job that was just making me like devastatingly miserable and it, it was no, no one's fault it was just some something had, a switch had flipped the wrong way in my head at that period of time and i was like not doing okay mm-hmm. and i was just like what if i just did this myself and i took the leap just as lockdown happened so like that to me is like the biggest failure that any biggest financial and career flop that anyone could have made. Okay, you want to work for yourself? Cool. Glad you didn't have a safety net. Um, and several times over the years, I've had to be like, okay, well now I have to get a part-time job. Now I have to pick up some temp work to, to you know, cover the kind of bottom line. And it's like, yeah, but now we're here. Now now we're here where I don't have to do that now. Mm. And it's kind of like if I just stayed in that miserable fucking job because, you know, it paid the bills, it paid decent money, I was safe. Who fucking knows? Would I would I have ever got to a point where I'm doing what I'm doing now? Probably not. But I would have had I would have had a consistent salary and it's like, yeah, well, OK, cool. And and then and then what the fuck do you do? Do you know what I mean? Like all the money in the world is not gonna like is not gonna make things okay when they're not okay so it's sort of like i'd rather be like i don't want to say living on the breadline because it's fucking obviously like devastating for a lot of people but i just mean i'd rather kind of like be in a position where i'm taking a terrifying leap that could put me back to square one and mean i have to like fucking I have to start from scratch but also has the potential to be like well this could set you up for a really good position in life and yeah fucking two and a bit years later i think i'm finally settled 
<clears throat> in fact, yeah, two, two, two years, exactly. It would have been, yeah, two years this month. Just caught the date. I was like, oh my God, that's so long ago. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, it's weird. I was thinking about that last job this morning, actually. Mm. Um, just fucking doing dishes or something. And I was like, man, I haven't spoken to any of those people in ages. And then it comes up on the show. How strange is that? I think, um, yeah, I, th I think these things are sort of, again, strangely circular, where it's a bit like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's that was a thing that happened. At one yeah. point, we've, we've we've changed things up a bit since then. Yeah, I think um, I think you, as a person, throughout that time, may have grown a bit because you from 2019, strong start, art is never finished, simply abandoned. Then, or always stand on the right when using an escalator. <laughs> what a cunt! And that is how the interview closes. Uh. <laughs> Why did I think I was being funny? Why did I? Why did I think I was being funny? And oh, that's so cringy. <laughs> this is uh, this is a good showcase for how much you've grown. Oh, I hate that man. Oh, I hate that man. 2019, John. I, briefly, I liked him again, but now I hate him again. I think um, he hadn't taken the leap. He, like I say, he hadn't been locked inside for two years. Yeah. What's, do you have do you have the date on that by any chance? Uh, I might do. Bear with me. One moment, caller. No. Oh, bollocks. Uh, yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Really? <laughs> two years. I'm looking at it in Dropbox. Um, okay. Um, any more for any more? Oh, I can tell you who's got access to it, but nah, nothing more than that, Chief. Uh, fair enough. That's fine. Yeah. We can do a, a revisions at the start of the next episode. Yes. Yes. Or, actually, I say that. Let me make sure I'm not opening new things in the recording window. That would be not Pog. But let's jump How over. How good would it be if you open it up and you're like, oh, dude, I didn't hit record. Ah, uh, whoopsie. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened to us. No, but I still live in fear that one of these days oh, we're going to yeah. be in the middle of one of these and it's just going to go horribly, horribly wrong. Okay, so... I do have the date now. The 26th of June, 2019, at 10.55am. Mm -hmm. mm. That was... Uh, that was just as... Uh, just before my... my uh, yeah, the 29th June, when did I... So I got... 2019, I'm trying to figure out the dates. So I, <clears throat> I, I, I got made redundant in like September, maybe mm. September, October. Yeah, I think September. And then I kind of was just like, well, I've got money and I'm sad about not having that job anymore. So I think I just, but that was it. Yeah, I just lifted weights and ate food for like two months and got really strong. And then I got uh, the my last official kind of career job uh, in I want to say October, and I think I started in November. Mm. And then yeah, and then I finished uh, the end of February, and then yeah, lockdown <laughs> happened in uh, in March. 
So that was a very optimistic John who thought that nothing could touch him. <laughs> it's, it's one of those like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Nobody, nobody was thinking, yeah, the world is going to stop for a bit. <laughs> and then right. things are going to chill out a bit. Then we're going to do some war. And then, um, and then I don't know if you've seen the numbers, but uh, I, I mean, something might still be going on outside. Yep. <laughs> Fucking yep. yep. Oh, that is a story no, for another day. That is, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. Well, did we do the thing today? Yeah, I think we did. We actually talked about stuff rather than just being like, oh, you ever played a video game? I love a video game. Next week is video games. After the. No, sorry. <laughs> Next week is Dungeons and Dragons, and then the week after is video games. Yes. Oh, what about the, what about the thing? How am I supposed to read more of the story that we're going to do? Ah, oh, there we go. There's the last line of Phil. Uh, okay, uh, gather around, everyone. I hope you all, all had a nice week, etc., 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 and that he'd pay you ten gold pieces each for escorting his supplies safely to Barthen's Provisions, a trading post in Faladin. He then set out ahead of you on a horse, along with a warrior escort named Sildir Hallwinter claiming he needs to arrive early to take care of business.